Hello and welcome to Get That Grad Job, a podcast brought to you by the Lancaster University Careers Team. Today's theme is personal branding. I'm Hannah, your host, and I'm joined by four guests. Thank you so much for joining me today. Could you all just introduce yourselves? Shall I go first? Is that okay? So my name is Vicky Metcalf. I am one of the careers team in the management school. I look after students who are majoring in marketing or who want to go into careers in the creative sector. And I'm also a Lancaster University alumni as well. So that's, you know, (laughs) added bonus. So I'm Sunita Patel. I'm regional head of project delivery um, for UKI IMEA. I work for DXC Technology. um, I am also an ex-LUMS ambassador um, and work have been at the, the university back in 2008. Hi everyone, I'm Ash uh, Stepanian. I work at DXC Technology. Uh, my main responsibility role is looking after our graduates and apprentices. Uh, uh, so looking after their experience, employee experience. And I guess that leaves me. So my name is Mark Parsonage-Kier. I unlike everybody else on the call today, uh, didn't graduate <laughs> from Lancaster University, but my wife works at Lancaster University and my father did too. Um, I graduated from Huddersfield and um, like Smeeter, I work for a services company called DXC Technology. And um, so I'm in a technical role or a technical leadership role. And uh, my accountability is leading um, hundreds of technical people um, that are in all sorts of different levels of the business. So I guess my interest in this is around, um, I guess, sharing my point of view around um, hiring and and retaining and motivating and developing um, employees um, at DXC. So my name is Alice Ashcroft. I am an online content creator and musician. Um, So I write lots of music and record that and it's available on all good streaming sites. I also have an Instagram where I talk about books and work with publishers to promote them and lifestyle and that kind of stuff. And then I sort of unioned those two things together and I came up with a podcast um, where I speak to authors and musicians and songwriters and playwrights um, all about how they use words. So that's called In Our Own Words. A lot of my work comes from my personal branding, mostly on Instagram. So yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. Fab. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, So I guess the first question is what is personal branding? Oh, shall I dive in from a marketing perspective, Hannah? Because I think obviously the word brand is something that we very much attribute to marketing. And in a marketing world, it's all about how you perceive, how you experience, how you think about and how you remember a brand, you know, any brand, anything from Coca-Cola to Nike to um, Sainsbury's. It's all about kind of the space that those companies take up in our mind in our everyday. And it's basically the same for personal branding. Now, it is a bit of a kind of contentious thing to say we talk about personal branding because obviously people are not commodities. We're not trying to commodify you guys, but it's essentially trying to use that framework to help you understand more about yourself. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you and I think um, I mean, Ash will tell you when, when she, she, within a couple of weeks of starting DXC, I, I think we were sitting down in the in the reception area talking about um, Ash's brand. And I specifically remember us sitting there and thinking, you know, if you were if you were looking forward in one, you know, two years, you know, six weeks, one day's time, what 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 are you trying to create when, you know, in the role at DXC? Obviously, Ash had landed a job at that point. And 
I think if you if you move um, back in time into an undergraduate um, and looking at this is I think it's something to become conscious about right I'd say for me personal branding is figuring out who you are and then just sharing that so for me I do that through mostly social media um, and LinkedIn but yeah I think it's just figuring out who you are and making sure you share that as coherently as you can and I guess for me is um, when people hear my name or first time see me, what are the three words that come to their mind like straight away? Uh, for me, that's what personal branding is. What are the three words that you want people to remember you by um, and to know you? Um, and I think Mark would tell you uh, from four years ago to ha- who I am now, my brand is very different. And I think it's something that I'm keep working on. It's something that you need to you know, continuously work for. It's not, oh, this is what I'm going to do a year and that's it. Um, but yeah, for me, it's the free words that people think of when they first meet you or hear your name. So Ash, let me ask you this. What are the three words for you? For me, I think it's, um, I know Mark probably would agree. I hope he agrees. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, I'm known for the person who gets things done. So if someone is to do something, uh, I will be that person, uh, I would say. Um, and then, so that's pretty much three words. <laughs> um, but yeah, if I was to use that as one, uh, another would be solutioner. So I always come up with ideas. Okay, we can do this. Um, and then the third one, I would like to think creative because I think the solutions I come up with are creative. Uh, but like like I said, I'm working on my branding uh, every single day. Uh, and it's not just... Um, short-term uh, thing to look at. Um, I, I, I struggled with this. I, I think I think I'm pretty driven. So that's that would be the first word. Technical. Um, you know, I've led technical teams for for many moons, and I think I, I, I'd say humble yet opinionated. So I've always got a point of view, but I think I think I retain the humbleness of somebody with a point of view rather than being too too over reaching in in that opinion and then lastly i'm going to steal four i think i think i sit as a leader in 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 most of things that i try to do yeah um so i'd go with um problem solver first and foremost um especially in some of the hurdles that we 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 seem to (laughs) overcome quite a bit of definitely agree (laughs) there so um problem solver will be my primary um or the first word um second word would be um positive so always looking on the bright side is what i try to focus on and, and really do drive towards passionate would be something else so i do bring a lot of passion and energy to the table um in the activities that we work through and you know the tenacity that i work towards um and then the other those are my three actually yeah so problem solver positive and and passionate Nice. So hopefully, if you're listening, there's lots of really good words in there that you potentially could also use. Um, But then I guess the question is, why is personal branding important? So I guess for me, the reason why personal branding is so important is a little bit different. So because I'm kind of going out and asking people to engage with what I'm doing, as opposed to applying for a job, you kind of need to get them to buy into who you are and buy into your your brand or whatever it is you're trying to do. because generally that requires trust so they need you need them to be able to trust you and get on board with whatever it is you're doing or trying to sell or trying to promote um, and try and get them to stream in my case for music and that sort of thing so it's important that they know who you are so, so I, I'd start with that 
the world well in the context of the world of work it's pretty competitive out there and and people who are hiring you know undergraduates make opinions about people when you're in the hiring process and i think as a graduate looking at this or undergraduate looking at this having that conscious view of what you're trying to create what brand you're trying to create when you're in that journey to to find a role when you leave university you know being completely conscious about all sorts of things from um, how do you present yourself you know are you open-minded are you are you closed are what what's a person's work ethic when they start you know how in, have they got are they trusted are they are they integrity you know what what's somebody's attitude you know those sorts of things for me um, and i think the world is very competitive out there so you know it, it's been really conscious about that I think from a student perspective, picking up on what Mark's just said is, is it's really easy for you guys to sit there and think, oh my God, there's like 400,000 graduates every year. <laughs> what have I got? You know, what makes me special? What, how on earth can I compete within that pool? So the personal branding element for me is all about recognizing that you are an individual. You have your own story to tell. You have your own very unique set of skills and strengths and qualities and interests and passions and ambitions. And that mix is completely unique within that market. There is no two of you within that 400,000 mix who will be the same. And the more you can get in touch with that, and as we've said, kind of own it and you know take control of it, you will then hopefully start to feel like, okay, this is this is who I am. This is what I have to offer. And that's where kind of self-confidence starts to come and self-belief. So if you understand what who you are and, and what you're saying to employers, then it's all that bit more authentic and it's all that bit kind of stronger a proposition. So that in turn can then help feed your direction because you're going to have a better sense of where you will fit in the workplace, what kind of brands you might be drawn toward, what kind of organization and culture that you'd be drawn toward because you know that this is who I am and this is where I will fit in the world. And then as as we've already said, this is how you can then kind of take measures to control that and develop it and evolve it over time. So I think you know, that's kind of the internal perspective of, I think, why it's so important. Yeah, I um, I agree. And I, and I think building on that, it's, it's all about your unique selling point. So, yeah. you know, them, the person, every individual, graduate, non-graduate, every individual needs to understand what is your unique selling point? What is your story? And that then builds your brand. And so, so a number of companies um, recruit specifically to the culture of their company. So if you were to take, I don't know, for example, Google, uh, Facebook, I know are very keen on that, uh, a number of other companies where they've built a very specific culture that allows them to be very, very successful. And inside there, they they don't want people coming into their culture that will upset it. So they very specifically, it, their interview technique, that um, you probably get the same interview three times, but by three different sets of people. And they're looking for people who really kind of match and mirror their their, their company culture and, and will improve it, not, not, not make it go back. I'm actually just going to add something into Mark's comment there because I think actually something that 
students find quite tricky is when in a recruitment process they get rejected from the situational judgment or the kind of personality tests that come in Um, and that's exactly why Marcus just explained there why that happens Um, and I'm not going to talk too much about it because we've got another podcast about dealing with rejection coming up Uh, so definitely listen to that one but I think it's just a really interesting point just to kind of be aware of that actually culture is really important and if you're working at the moment obviously we're not in the office uh, many of us but I probably see my work colleagues more than I see my friends and my family because that's where you are every day. So you want to fit in, you want to like the people that you work with and that's actually why it is important. Um, So that's just something to bear in mind, a little bit off tangent from personal branding, but still really important. Ash, what do you think? One of the things, uh, obviously I said, is the first impression that people have of you. But apart from the corporate, like, okay, what job suits me? I think it also helps you personally. Uh, you know, if you kind of start with identifying, okay, what is my personal brand? And then you can actually find roles or opportunities that fit your personal brand. Because when I first joined DXC, I was trying to be someone that I'm not. So I was trying to find a technical role because it's an IT company and, you know, it's that's the new normal. Like, you know, IT is what's driving the world at the moment. And then that's just not who I am. And I was just very, very unhappy uh, with the role I was doing. So I think like having an honest conversation with your mentors, a friend or, you know, someone that you trust and then just being honest with yourself, who you are. Um, And then once you figure that out, I think you will start looking for the right opportunities as well. um, That's fit for you. You'll also find that if you have that conversation with yourself or whoever else before you start preparing things like your CV or job applications that they will feel more I suppose you'll have more of an emotional connection to them because the one thing that I always say to students when they pitch up with their CV and you know the CV template is you know what is your story what are you trying to say with this CV this is not just a case of listing out a bunch of achievements yes that's one of the outputs of a CV but you're trying to effectively convey your three-dimensional self on a very 2D black and white piece of paper. So the more, you know, Smita used the word story as well, and I think it's it's really important that we recognise the more you have a handle on what it is you're trying to say to a recruiter at the other end of that CV, the more interesting your CV is going to be. You know, it's going to have more of that three-dimensional personality that you're trying to inject. And as And as Ash said once you start to kind of have that as the basis for any of your applications moving forward they're going to feel more authentic to who you are you're going to be more competitive because they're the right thing the other way to look at it is probably um, with the end in mind so look where you want to go towards so look at the companies that you're interested in look at the types of roles that you're interested in um, whether the corporate whether the fmcj whether the you know startups etc etc and then drive your um, outcome and, and um, i've done a bit of like visual like storyboarding just brainstorming of you know the types of the cultural habits or the values and and and, and keeping that end in mind and then working backwards so then tailoring your cv tailoring your application um to speak the language and almost drive that um you know the words and the language and and how you behave based on those company cultural values because then that then hits what you were talking about mark um back at you know amazons etc because it is really important the culture absolutely yeah i think i come kind of from 
a different perspective when it comes to like personal branding because I'm sort of looking at it from the perspective of like the freelance stuff I do and the content creation stuff that I do I think it's less about getting where you want to it's less about sort of marketing your journey and it's more about marketing yourself and then people are then interested in your journey because they've kind of bought into you um so my sort of like steps would be maybe sort of cater it to who you are especially if you're sort of making like an online portfolio if that's a social feed if that's sort of a LinkedIn thing make it about you and what you're interested in and then the people who are interested in similar things kind of come to you so it's kind of the opposite of what you're saying (laughs) but I guess it depends on if you're applying for a job at a company or if you're wanting to find clients who like work with you it's kind of a different balance of the story I guess it's sort of more about who you are as opposed to what job you want to sort of pigeonhole yourself into if that makes sense I think but I think you're right but in a different kind of it's different scenarios I guess you kind of need to tell a different story yeah for sure and absolutely like everyone is different everyone will have a different approach to this it's just about finding the one we're going to share with you a lot of different approaches but you've got to find out which one is right for you and we'll all do things differently because we're all different individuals so I've got a few suggestions for you all then so the way that I would always approach it is if you're a very if you're a visual person, think about creating something like a vision board. So I do this with our first years a lot. So we essentially get them to create a kind of one page visual representation of everything that matters to them. You know, things they care about, things they're interested in, things they're good at. So you've got like a kind of one pager that will help you look at it and go, oh, actually, that's really colorful. That's really vibrant. That's really, um, I don't know, dynamic, really lots of different contrasting ideas. So that helps you if you're a very visual person. If you like writing, Hannah, we can give these guys access to something like a personal purpose template, which will Mm -hmm. essentially ask you lots of questions. So if kind of, you know, the written word is your thing, then you can think about doing something like that. Absolutely. If you just want to email careers at lancaster.ac.uk, then you will send that we on can to get you. that along if you're really sort of i suppose if you're a talker like me you'd never have guessed <laughs> think about it in terms of when you introduce yourself to someone new what do you say you know instinctively when you met your new housemates when you started uni when you meet new people on your course when you go speed date speed date and that's such a dated reference i'm so <laughs> sorry when you go on a date when you meet someone new what is it that you say and it doesn't It doesn't even matter about the kind of professional circumstance because this is about you personally. So what are the things that you talk about when you're making those new new contacts, new relationships? And then the last one is if you're really social, again, a bit like me, ask around, ask your friends, ask your family, ask the people who know you the best, how they would describe you, what they think your major qualities are, what they perceive to be your ambitions, where they think you might fit in the workplace. Or if you're really brave, have a go at all of them and see you know (laughs) how it all fits together so there's some kind of really practical hands-on ideas to have a go at i think one thing that really helped me is getting a mentor uh within um dxc and actually although she's already left the company she's still my mentor and i get to speak to her um but one exercise she got me to do which really helped me identify my brand is if i was a brand what brand would i be now, I chose SAP, which is a software brand, <laughs> uh, and mainly because they look after employees and they care about the employees and, you know, they come up with these amazing solutions, which why I said is one of the three words that I would describe myself as someone who solutions things. Um, so 
yeah i would give the advice think about if you were a brand right now what brand you would say you are and then what brand you want to be so you could be nokia but you want to be apple um and then the one thing i want to mention but i remember as a graduate i was so stressed like who am i mm-hmm. and you know what it's okay if you don't know who you are it's okay if you don't know what your brand is it's mm-hmm. a journey it's not like from a to b it's it's a long process sometimes some days it feels like you know who you are the next day you're like <laughs> i don't know uh, but yeah my advice would be just you know go go with it um um yeah don't worry too much because it works out at the end <laughs> that's such um, fantastic advice yeah i think step one is being conscious that a brand is really important and start thinking about that consciously um, right away from the first time you meet somebody did you turn up on time right away to the more com- <laughs> right away to the more yeah, to the more complicated side of things um, and, and always solicit feedback right all the way through it um, you're never ever going to get it right first time um, but if you're receiving and ready to receive feedback and, and really encourage feedback loops I, one thing I've probably was a bit late in my career working out is that you've got to be always asking for feedback and it's life is just generally about learning isn't it and continuing to learn and learn and learn and learn and 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 that would be you know really important to me and i think should be important to most people it is a journey exactly as we've all just said so you know try not to put that pressure on if you can capture that kind of essence of who you are and what you're all about and and be confident with it and help it to direct you then great. No one's saying that you have to fit a particular mould. Yes, if you want to work for Amazon, you're going to have to do some work on how you kind of fit them. But that needs to come kind of after you've figured out who you are and what you're all about and start to tweak it. No one's, we can't, we can't have a personality transplant. You know, we can't. (laughs) And I, I would never want anybody to. And certainly, you know, when you come in for careers appointments, one of the things that we're there to do is to help you kind of see you know the mirror image and go look this is actually where you could fit really nicely or where there's there's kind of room to develop but it is that i think evolutionary evolution is probably the best word i can use and that curiosity (laughs) and that learning so the one kind of practical tip i would give to people is all these different hats that you wear and all those different things that you do whether it's part of a society whether it's you know a part-time job whether it's you study it's those this sounds so cheesy but it's all those transferable skills and like you said you've had three iterations of your career but you've kind of had that same underlying oh well I have been doing roughly this type of thing um so when I'm designing a UX component for someone it's different to designing a graphic that someone can share on social media but I'm still using kind of the same software the same tools all that kind of stuff so it's kind of knowing what your skills are I guess is part of your brand as well fantastic um so I guess the final thing to ask you all is what are your top tips for uh, working out what your personal branding is? Aiming where you want to go helps you build that brand up. Even if it's, I don't want to, it could be as simple as I want to do this job in this company, or it could be, I want to do something that's creative, or I want to do something where I get to organise things because I love organising things, whatever that is. I think that really helps um, set up like you say, that story, where you want to go, who you are, it kind of helps sort of... When you're writing the story, right, you get the beginning and you get the end and you try and join them together, <laughs> maybe with some plot in the middle. So if you know where you're going, it can really help set up the story that you're trying to tell. You know, this is a big question. You know, asking yourself, who am I? 
let's face it, philosophers have debated this for centuries. <laughs> you know, this is not easy stuff. But it's also not kind of binding. You know, as we've said, it, it changes, it, it, it develops as you go through your career. I think we talk a lot in this modern age about being your best self which is lovely it's all very well but we can't do that every day right we can't be our best self every single day we'd be absolutely burnt out by the age of 24 hello (laughs) (laughs) you look like you're doing all right (laughs) but i think it's on those days when you have had a day it's almost actually polar opposite to what alice has just said when you've had a day when it's been great when you know the time's just kind of skipped by and you're really kind of buzzing at the end you know what have you been doing that day who've you been with what kind of activities have you been doing it doesn't have to be work related again picking up on what alice said it doesn't can have nothing to do with work it can be all about the people you were with or the fact that you were up a mountain in the lake district or the fact that you were planning a holiday or it doesn't matter what it was but when you've had a great day spend a bit of time reflecting on why what were the ingredients of that day and what does that then tell you about yourself so i think if i was to summarize i think the search for feedback so always be asking for feedback because that allows you to be iterative so you're always building on top of what you've already got and i think that just makes you get better and better and better i think be ready to fail because a lot of the time the um, failing is the best learning opportunity so i think um not being too critical about yourself and allowing yourself to fail because that means you're pushing yourself that little bit further and, and allowing you to go self to get feedback i think trying to just keep being authentic and genuine don't try to be something you're not because that won't come through and you'll look like you're you're a fraud and uh, and, and people spot you <laughs> so be authentic and genuine and and have a focus so i think alice was just talking about that and then lastly i think when you meet people for the first time it's really quite a challenge and I think when you're in your search for a role or, or your, your new business partners and things like that take time to build rapport with people I think um, I've learned I used to go in there and, and speak very almost straight away about the technical thing that we wanted to discuss or whatever and, I, and I'd forget about the, the the opportunity of rapport building and maybe spending 10-15 minutes building rapport and have a google around what that all means and but there are all different ways you can think about building rapport with people um, quickly and easily um so agree with everything you guys have said um i think the only bits i'd add is you know you so look at you know you know what you're good at um have a look at you know yourself think about what you're um what you've enjoyed think about what you've done at university look at the skills and strengths and stuff that you've you've had get that feedback in from your colleagues your peers your friends um you know because it's really important they know what you're good at have that conversation um and then so once you've done that for me it's then just understanding what you want where you want to go and, it, and you don't need to know your five-year plan or your 10-year plan like don't <laughs> you know don't stress yourself out with that we've always said in this conversation that it's an evolution it's a journey just you know jump to your next milestone jump to your next stone you know take that next step and if that next step is a graduate job in a tech industry or a graduate job in you know um i don't know uh, apprenticeship in uh, in in plumbing or it's taking a marketing role or taking that freelance job that's perfect and go and you know go seek go you know start those networking opportunities you know um 
make sure that you present yourself accordingly and drive towards that. Um, rapport building, everything that Mark has said is really, really important. Think about your elevator pitch. So, you know, write your elevator pitch down. There's, uh, we do, in consulting, we do courses on how to write an elevator pitch, but just Google it and, and be really crystal clear on what your, you know, what your mission is, what your values are, what your punchlines are. Um, and just go and have fun and learn. It's, yeah, that's what I'd say. <laughs> I love that. Fantastic place to finish there. Um, have fun, be yourself and happiness is pretty important. Um, so this has been a really interesting conversation. Um, thank you so much for listening to Get That Grad Job. Thank you especially to my brilliant guests. Tune in next time for more information and advice on getting a grad job. Bye.